When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good, everyone? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday, breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. As always, I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up, sir? What's good? I'm not not missing another episode, at least I don't plan to. We should be here the whole time now. We we back at it, so bad, 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 bad. We 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 good, and it's Super Bowl Sunday, so it is, it is. Uh, I think we talked about this last week. I might have been talking to somebody else about it, but like this hasn't been like a very well, uh, what's the word, uh, marketed Super Bowl, at least in nah. my in my eyes. And I I've been watching like cable, and I don't see much talk about it and like and i don't even care to hear like i guess i just don't care to hear stephen a smith and any of them talk but <laughs> i especially well, don't want to hear them talk about the super bowl yeah well you know sports leagues are are, are absolutely terrible at supporting their young stars so yeah. like yeah. we saw it last year with the nba finals they, they, there was barely anything because it was devin booker and Giannis. like if it was if it was lebron and kd it would have been all over the place i just if which was weird Tom brady and pat mahomes but yeah but i don't get it because like it's like it's the same the same with the nba finals where Giannis just won two MVPs and a defensive player of the year, he should be easily marketable. <laughs> and uh and it's the same with this. Like, there's two stories here where you got you got Matthew Stafford playing in his first Super Bowl as soon as he comes to a team that seems to be competent in what they're doing. Uh the Ohio team that you didn't think would make it out of the first round of the playoffs if they made the playoffs is playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean and- and it's crazy too, because like as much as we say they don't, they're not good with their young stars. Matthew Stafford's not a young star; he was no. just stuck in Detroit. And and the Rams have two first ballot Hall of Famers, easily the best players of a generation. Like Jalen Ramsey is the best corner of our generation, and Possibly. I say our we're twenty six, twenty seven. So oh, I know that our generation would be Revis. Sir. Is Revis really our generation? Though I'm saying our generation as an AIDS group. Revis isn't like he's in our lifetime. We grew because oh, I was thinking I was thinking like what you grew up watching, and we grew up watching Revis. Okay. So okay, so okay. 
Okay, so if you're thinking grow up, grew up watching, then he's the best corner in the generation behind us. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't grow up watching him. He's our age. Yeah. Either way, let's just take out we generation. Might be older. We might be, we yeah. just might be older than Jalen Ramsey. There's a good chance. Oh, God. There's a, there's a good chance. But I, um, I, I'm not going to bet my money on it. And I'm going to Google it, Google it though. So, okay, I'll say it this way. He's the best corner since Revis. Yeah. And Revis, Revis was the best corner since prime time. Like, he is the generational corner. And <laughs> are we older than him? We're the same age as him. Okay. I, that's okay. That that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely um, not our generation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I don't. I don't know. I, generations are weird. I guess he's the best corner of a generation, even yeah. if it's not ours. Yeah. He was like he was, born, was, he was born in ninety four. Well, like, okay. So that's why I was saying our generation because he's our age. Mm-hmm. But I guess generation it should more in this context should be who you grew up watching. Yeah. So we didn't so. grow up watching him either way. He's the best corner since Revis, who was the best corner since Primetime, who was the best corner somebody, since whoever. Yeah, and um, somebody might say like uh, Richard Sherman probably is the best since Revis, but no, <laughs> Jalen is better than Richard. Yeah. 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 Richard. I mean, Richard was great. He was great, but. Yeah, uh, because people might have said Pat P. Mm, people do forget about Pat P. Mm-hmm. Hey, that boy was a dog. And then he just kind of like fell off. He, he got old. Age. He fell off quick, too. Like, it was like. Is he still in the league? Because he was with the Cardinals for a while, even though. Yeah, I, I believe. I don't know. I think he is in the league. I just don't know who he's with. He, I mean, he's obviously not a star no more, but like, nah. I do think he was in the league for a while. I do think he was in the league for a while, but um, yeah. I mean, either way, like the point is, Matthew Stafford is a star, right? Uh, Aaron Donald is the best defensive player since God knows when. Like, like he's. Oh, I mean, I, he's one. I guess Michael Strahan. Yeah, but he's is he better? He's better than Michael Strahan, right? Yeah, but I mean, I mean he has seven first team All Pros in eight years. Like he has a Hall of Fame. Yeah, he has a Hall of Fame resume right now. In eight years in the league. Yeah, he need a Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's just like, and they they're not marketing it. The the freaking Harbaugh was marketed more than this. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's. The, that's the one. That's the one. That's uh, that's the one that's uh, rigged, though. <laughs> but that was that, that was disgusting. The Harbaugh, like, come on now. <laughs> hey man, it got a little ring to it, so that's what that is. <laughs> Everybody mad that the uh, Rams got kind of got home field advantage. Everybody was excited for it when it was Tom Brady and the Bucks, and now everybody's yeah, mad. The Rams. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it happened two years in a row. Now they're over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be a good game. I'm excited. Uh, I think you're coming over. Have a couple people over, making oven fried wings and some fries. It's gonna be mm-hmm. late. Nice. Uh, um, you know, our mutual friend might be cooking too. I don't know if he wants his name all out on the podcast, but he said he might bring something. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, mu- uh, uh, you, you talking about the other yeah. crazed Ohio State fan that, that I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Okay. You know, that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, um, 
No, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great game. And honestly, so I think we talked about it, but I want to ask again: Who are you rooting for? I don't know who to root for. Oh, I'm rooting for the Rams because again, I'm a okay. I, I'm an ASC North. Like, I, I, I you're right. You're right. My team's in ASC North, and I really don't care. And my thing is, again, I I just the funnier story to me is Odell winning a Super Bowl than it is the Bengals yeah. winning a Super Bowl. I think I just think that's funnier, and I like I. It'd be nice to see Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald get one. Aaron Donald deserves one too. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's I, I said this before, but it's really hard for me because it's like I feel like I should be rooting for like the twenty-seven Buckeyes on the Bengals and their Ohio team, and the AFC is freaking stacked. So as much as I like Joe Burrow, they may never get here again. Like yeah, to, that, to yeah, yeah. To get here, he's gonna have to go through uh, Patty Mahomes, Josh Allen. Um, Dude from the Rams, the, he the has other LA team, to do Justin it, Herbert, uh, Lamar Jackson, got the like, Patriots, yeah, like you know, um, Buffalo. If, if I mean, we don't think it's gonna happen, but Trevor Lawrence ever figures it out, like there's just a stupid amount of quarterbacks. He might have to get traded somewhere. I'm not gonna let in the AFC, and it's yeah. like the Rams will most he, likely be back. He has the ability. He does have the ability to do it. He does. It's just going to be harder. So it's like you should root for him because the Rams are going to be back next year. Who's stopping the Rams? Tom Brady's not there. Drew Brees isn't there. It's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, and I mean, do we really think um, the 49ers are going to do it with um, whatever that kid's name is right now that I can't think of? Trey Lance. Uh, not, uh, Trey uh, Lance. No, not Trey Lance. Uh, no, it is Trey Lance. That is the yeah, 49ers. Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, so the Rams are probably going to be back next year. So it's like, do I? I didn't even think about that. Like, you might be on to something. Wow, the AFC is that because like I don't, nobody in the NFC really is scary. Because I was no. gonna, maybe the Saints, but they just lost their coach. Yeah, the and, and they and they haven't. No, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I'll believe in the Eagles before I believe in the Cowboys. Oh, <laughs> Wait, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't leave. Whoa. But that's the thing. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, he may go to the AFC. Because if he leaves, he might go to the Broncos. If he goes to the AFC, he would be a complete idiot. Yeah, but he might go to the Broncos. And the Broncos just hired his OC. That's the stack, That's the most stacked one with uh, uh, QB talent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see that. Aaron Rodgers getting pieced up by Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Sign mm-hmm. me up. And then, and you know he's going to lose one to Derek Carr. He's just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not a scrub. Yeah. Jesus, the AFC is stacked. So it's like, yeah, do I root for the team that like they may get back, but it's gonna be a couple of years most likely. Uh, and and that's the thing. Like, there no name the young quarterbacks in the NFC. The only good young quarterback in the NFC I can think about is Justin Fields, and we're not sure that he's good yet. Like, I think he's gonna be good, but like he hasn't had the breakout yet where we can confidently be be like. Yeah, Justin Fields is that guy. Like, we can't put Justin Fields on Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes level yet. We think yeah. he could get there, but he's the he's also the only good young quarterback in the NFC. Yo, you know what? I didn't even think like if he goes to the Broncos, where does uh, where does Russell Wilson go? I don't think he's leaving. I don't think I don't what? think Russ, he better. I, I don't think Russ has the stones to leave. Russ, they're gonna, uh-huh. they're gonna, they're gonna apologize, and Russ is gonna be like, "I love Seattle. Uh, me, and, me and Sierra are raising our family here. It's close to LA, uh-huh. where she does all of whatever she does: movies, she music, TV, yeah. famous people stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's, no. he's not, 
Oh, that would be so. Yeah. He man, please don't tell me he Damian Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. Wait, are they both in Washington? That's a stupid question. Portland? Portland. No, 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 no. Yeah, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> it's Oregon. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm on here. Portland, so Oregon. Okay. I'm like, I'm like hey, Portland's in Washington. No, <laughs> it's close. It's very close, though. I think it's like a three-hour drive. Yeah, so, I mean, it's From Seattle, Portland and Seattle, but, it's, yeah. It's the same thing because uh, Seattle doesn't have a, a basketball team and Oregon doesn't have a football team. So that that's it's the same market. Yeah, yeah. Same Give market. Seattle yeah. a basketball team. Take it. Take <laughs> the Kings away from Sacramento. Hire everyone. Coaches, GMs, front office, owners, everybody. You can't bring nobody. Like just Bro, yeah, you know, no, everything new. Everything new. Because that that place that is that might be the most unserious franchise in all of sports. And like somebody might be able to tell me from like a soccer point of view that I might be wrong, but I've never seen anything more incompetent. <laughs> so, yeah, they they they're pretty unserious. Um, because the Kings are the ones that traded. No, that's not. Are they the ones that traded Tyrese? How yes. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Did he drop like forty in his first game as a Pacer? No. Or did I make that up? You made okay. that up like fuck. And then okay. I'm sorry. I'll be like, uh, actually, no. He he actually did do that. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now now I want to pull it up. I feel like I saw. Like you know, I, I tell. Everyone. I think he had a good game. I, I think he had a good game, but I don't think he dropped forty. He no, got he did. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Hold I was on. like, he, I, he got it like that. Like, was his? Oh no, he dropped twenty three. I'm I was gonna say he not nice like that yet. Like, yeah. He ain't dropping forty. Yeah, he dropped. He dropped twenty three on sixty percent shooting, three rebounds, six assists. Good game, but no, he's, he's, not, he's not one of those players, and he like I, I hope people understand that, like because I know he's going to get hype, but he's not a superstar, but he's definitely going to be a, a reason why you win something. Yeah, he's a he's a very he's the he very, could be he's Sean good, Livingston. He's a good number two. A, a, he's a good number two. A great number three. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he he'd be a, he's going to be a part of a championship squad, but he's not going to be the reason. No nah, facts. But yeah, so it's it's day of, and I still haven't figured out who I'm rooting for. So I think I'm just gonna watch the game, and whoever wins, I'll be happy, um, because I do think the Rams will be back next year, which is how we got on this conversation of quarterbacks and stuff. Because there's absolutely no one in the NFC. The NFC is disgusting right now for them. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, I just can't, I can't even think of anybody. Because they all retired. Yeah, because what's the name is what's the name is getting paid way too much by Minnesota. Um, yeah, it's not him. It's not. Uh, it's not. Um, you sure, Dak? Man, you for real? You know what I The Cowboys. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If the Cowboys were gonna do it, they'd have done it already. <laughs> like, like, if they were gonna do it, they'd have did it. Like, I, I can't put no. I can't put no faith in the Cowboys. Like, I got. I literally. Like and and the Cowboys, the better team, the better players, the better wide receiver, the better quarterback. I have more faith in the Eagles making a run. And uh, what do you say, Jalen Hurts getting freaky out there uh, yeah. than I do in Dak leading them to a Super Bowl? Damn. Damn. There's something about the Cowboys. I was talking. Uh, I was talking to a Cowboys fan, and they said we're not gonna win nothing until Jerry Jones dies. Damn. I, I, <laughs> that's, 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 
don't think That's they were really winning anything until he bought that team. <laughs> yeah, but he sold his soul for them first couple of them, them rings in the eighties, yeah, and they get Jimmy Johnson and all that stuff. And I mean, they, they really no, Jimmy that. Johnson must have Jimmy might have put some voodoo. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm, I'm done. Until Gary Jones is gone. I mean, I mean, was was Jimmy the last good coach at the U? Because if he was, we, we might be on to something. If Jimmy was the last good coach at the U and the Cowboys, I mean. Holy shit. We, we may. Holy we, shit. We may you just might be on to something. Because <laughs> oh. I think the U's been trash ever since he's been gone. I think they won one ring after him. Uh-huh. But it was with his team. If I remember the timelines correctly, I think they won one ring like the year after he left or two years after he left, but it was all his guys. And then they haven't done anything since. Oh, man, that man. So, is, you that heard man, it here first. That was something. That man is doing something. Jimmy, Jimmy ruins franchises. <laughs> <laughs> do you do right by me? <laughs> Okay, let's 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 talk about what we're actually supposed to be talking about. The Big Ten. Uh, we are in we're in our upper bowl tier. So if this is your first time listening, we've spent the last couple of episodes breaking the the teams down into tiers. I know the upper bowl tier sounds stupid, but when you have ten teams make a bowl game, you you can't just split it into tiers. So we have uh, the no bowl tier. The lower bowl tier, the upper bowl tier, and then New Year's Six Bowls, which also includes the the championship, the playoffs. So that's yeah. how we got it. We have three teams in the upper bowl tier. These are the teams that right outside of New Year's, right outside of New Year's Six, a couple of them still played on New Year's Day. But like the, you know, you have a significant, pretty much winning record. You know, you're going to play a really good team, that kind of stuff. So we have Wisconsin, Iowa and Penn State. Um, I did not do a good job of setting this up because I forgot to look. I forgot to pull up what did they all lose their did, 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 did Wisconsin win their bowl game? You know, I don't know. I think Wisconsin, by the look at this record. Hold on. Yeah, you can tell by the record. Wisconsin finished. Oh, wait, this is not. I didn't put their bowl game in there. No, 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 they won it. They won it. They finished eight and four. They finished eight and four. Okay. Wisconsin, yeah. Wisconsin finished. But I know Iowa lost, I believe. Wisconsin, uh, Iowa finished. Yeah, they, they lost in the. Because uh, they. They finished the season. Yeah, they finished 10 and two. They finished 10 and two. And they lost to Michigan, and then they lost the bowl game. Yeah, okay, okay. And then Penn State finished. Seven and five, and they lost. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, not not great. They did not do good in their bowl games. Um, so let's start with Penn State because they are the lower of these teams, and Mm -hmm. I wish I would have prepared this like I was supposed to. Um, but yeah, so I just. I don't. The conversation around Penn State is weird because you remember we talked uh, in the beginning of the season and we were like, okay, so Penn State had a really bad year. Um, are they going to bounce back? Are they going to be a better program? Like, are they going to be the Penn State that we remember and that we expect? Um, they really weren't that. Uh, they, I mean, their quarterback just uh, just not that good. 
but he did get injured, which kind of that helped. But then they lost that weird game to Illinois. They mm-hmm. Then they played really hard against Ohio State, but lost. They had one of the best red zone defenses, but they couldn't score. And so it's like the question is, like, what is Penn State? Because they've had two straight years of not being great. So I think, I think injuries play, play a, a big part in uh, Penn State's season because they had injuries on defense, too. Even though they were playing well on defense, I think in the Ohio State game they had some uh, starters out on the at at the DB position, if I'm not mistaken. So they've had injuries throughout the whole year. So that's one thing that you kind of have to you kind of got to look at. Yeah, that's true. It's just I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a lot a large part of it is definitely that they just don't have a defense. I mean, not a defense. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And they have absolutely no running game, which is which is weird because they have good running backs. They couldn't run the ball to save their lives. And it's just like And it showed up it and it showed up in the bad quarterback play. And then him getting injured as well. So so I, I got a question. And we'll talk more about this obviously once we get to our season previews and stuff like that. What how do we look at Penn State right now? Is it just two two blimps, two bad years, and they're going to bounce back and be the Penn State we expect, or do we need to lower the expectation for them? Because, I mean, two like one year can be an outlier, but what do we think about two years of this? I, mean, I think like, seven five. Yeah, I I don't know. There's a possibility I could see I could see them doing what Iowa did. And like Next bouncing year. back this year and having a really good year. Yeah, having a pretty good year. Still finishing, f- finishing with like nine or ten wins. I think I think they can possibly do that because I think if they get all, they get healthy and didn't they get some help in the trade? Uh, not trade. In the transfer portal. Transfer portal. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I haven't I haven't I haven't looked into it. I haven't looked into it that much at all. Um, because you know we're recapping. We're Cause I, yeah, because I do think Penn State might have a better seat. I think Penn State as a team looked better than Iowa all season, even with the L's. Because again, Iowa plays didn't have to really play Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's really hard to kind of wrap your head around like what is this team, um, because. I mean, we're used to them being the clear second-best team in the Big Ten. Like, a step behind Ohio State, better than Michigan, better than Michigan State. Um, You think they're better than Wisconsin, or at least on that level, even though they don't play all the time. Like, we're used to them being that, and they just haven't been that the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think they can turn it around. I think if they just stay healthy, I think if they stay healthy this year, they probably would have had like maybe one or two more wins. That's fair. And uh, I think Illinois, if they were actually fully healthy and didn't have to have a quarterback that was playing kind of injured. Yeah, they went four and five in the conference, though. That is not good. No. That's, but that's, I do that's, think, that's but I do think again, again, one of those wins, I, again, if healthy, that. That flips it. Yeah. So they went uh, four and five last year as just mm-hmm. a, as, as a whole. 
And then this year they were seven and five, but four and five in conference. So yeah, it's not a good year. The injuries definitely were a part of it. The lack of quarterback, and I'll say that a million times because they just yeah. don't have a good quarterback. But here's the thing, right? And, and I know like this isn't a full prediction of next year. We're not there yet, but they're going to have the same quarterback next year. He's coming back, and unless they start their incoming freshman, who's a five-star, um, but people who, like, really watch him and stuff think that he may need a year. Like, he's good, but he's not, like, you know, ready. Like, you know, some freshman quarterbacks are ready to jump in. He may yeah. not be that guy. So they're going to have Sean Clifford again. So does that mean they're not going to be good this year? And then good this I, year? I mean, I don't know. He had, he had moments. I think he could – I think he could do – uh, well enough to that where they I said they'll win two more two more games and even in the conference because he had a good game against Ohio State. Yeah, but he's yeah yeah I mean he did he's just very limited. Yeah, like he had a really good game against Ohio State. He competed as strong as long as he could. Uh, he uh, I think they competed in that Michigan State game too. That they, I think they lost. I think they played Michigan State, and it, it was a, a close game. I have their schedule up. I'm going to look. You might be right. That, that sounds familiar. I mean, they did have a lot of close games. Yeah. Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was close. They lost thirty to twenty-seven. That was yeah, actually one of yeah. their better. That was one of their better games. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it made points. Michigan State look vulnerable. Where we thought yeah. they were they were doing really really well, and it was like Penn State was like, yeah, we might we might be injured and suck, but watch, we're still so, yeah, like they still played a really good game. So that's why I was like, yeah, I, I guess one they had really good games this season. They were just kind of kind of just injured. I think they could they can play well enough to win two more games and look better than they did last year, and then get a get a quarterback, and then probably turn it around completely. I would hope so. I, I, I mean, I think the Big Ten is better when Penn State's better, just mm-hmm. quite simply. It's just the way it goes. They're better when Penn State's better. Uh, when Penn State's good, when Ohio State's good, when, you know, there's teams in the West, which the whatever, that happens occasionally. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a tough year, but mm-hmm. like you said, they, they had some good wins. They had some not-so-good losses. They had some injuries. Um the biggest thing for them, and this is something I just don't know how they fix, they have to figure out the run game. I don't yeah. understand. Like, like I don't understand how they're not good at running the ball. They might have like, to do, You got to set a fire under your offensive lineman at the start of the season for for them to, have, like, get a real push. And we'll see I after that. Because that, it starts there. It starts with them. Because they weren't a, yeah. they were aggressive protecting their quarterback, but it, like, to get off the ball, it wasn't just aggressive to the, for the run. I, yeah, I think it's everything. It's I, it's like to, to be so inconsistent, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's everything. It's offensive line. It's running backs. It's quarterbacks somehow, coaching staff, play design, like desire to run the ball. Like they really need to spend this offseason and like really, really think about their run game and yeah. how they're going to make it better because yeah. you just can't be successful. Like it doesn't, you can't be successful in the big 10 long term without a run game. That's what we talked about when we talked about Purdue, it's like mm-hmm. it worked for one year, but neither one of us think it's really going to work next year because you no. can't not have a running game in the big 10. Like this isn't the, you know, 
it's in the Big 12 where you can just have all-star quarterbacks and throw for 700 yards. And and, and, and the defensive linemen are smaller. They're usually more about speed than they are size, and whereas in the Big 10 they're about size and speed. So oh, Yeah. I mean, just look at the NFL draft. Three of the top five, and I, maybe I'm missing someone, but at least three of the top five edge rushers are from the Big Ten. Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, and George Karloftis. Mm-hmm. I mean – like, there's always Big Ten defensive linemen that go. Look at some of the best defensive linemen in the league, right? You have T.J. Watt, Big yep. Ten. You have Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, and um, Chase Young, who's not on their level yet, but he's getting there. I mean, you Cameron have a lot Ford of these. still one of the better, uh, one of the best defensive linemen in the league. And he, yeah, he, Big he, Ten. Big Ten. So I mean, yeah, it's like. Yeah, you're going up against some dogs at all time. You got to be able to run the ball, otherwise, it's going to look like this. It's going to be seven and five again. Yeah, and I don't think they will because it's James Franklin, and there's, I mean, he's not the best coach in the world, but there's not that many better coaches than him. But it's like if they go seven and five again, do you do you start having questions? They just gave him like ten years, ninety million or something like that, or something really crazy. And it's like if they go seven and five again, do you start? You you can't even have questions about him because you can't fire him. But that's three bad years in a row. Then what do you do? You're stuck for at least two more years before you can fire somebody. It was a ten years, seventy million. Yeah, you gotta wait at least if they if next year they do the same thing. And again, it, it, it that oh, wait, still no. depends on injuries because a lot, a lot with this season, a good, a good uh, portion of why they lost was because they didn't have their full roster. Yeah. But if you are, if you stay prematurely, like pre, pretty much healthy, and you still go seven and five, yeah. then it's like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta keep you here for at least two more years before we don't look completely stupid getting rid of you after giving you ten years. Yeah, so I keep saying the wrong thing because contracts are weird. I'm sorry. It's actually ten years, eighty-five million. Which oh, sounds okay. better because it's closer to. I, mm-hmm. I knew it was closer to Mel Tucker's contract. It's mm-hmm. ten years, eighty-five million, seventy million guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, cool. but here's the thing. Hey. I, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying about injuries and stuff like that, but when you're Penn State you should be able to develop and recruit enough players that injuries don't kill you. You know what I mean? Like, Sean Clifford's not good, and they haven't been able to develop a better quarterback. Mm -hmm. Like, they just have – and they had, uh, you know, they had Jahan Dotson, who's one of the best wide receivers in the Big Ten, couldn't do anything. They had some people on defense, and it's just like they have – Jaquan Brisker is one of the best safeties in the country. Like, they had pieces. Yeah, but I think he was out a game or two. Was he? I mean, yeah, maybe. I, think I, I remember in one of those games, their, uh, their I know he played secondary, it. Their secondary was uh, decimated okay. due to injury and COVID. I know he played against Ohio State. I know that. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but and I understand when your people get injured, it's hard. But you, when if you want to be the top program, you want to be Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson when they were up, even though they're down. All these, like, you have to have at least another guy. And mm, Penn yeah. State should be that. So that is still a issue with the coaching and the coaching staff. If you only have one guy at Penn State, you might as well be Maryland. I mean, fair enough. So, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, 
we both had Penn State at nine and three. Uh, they were clearly not nine and three. They were seven and five. So the but you know you seem pretty confident, and I can't say that I disagree uh, that they could get back to that nine and three in um, twenty twenty two. So that is something we'll be monitoring in the off season as we get more closer to August and we start doing. Um, previews for the next season so let's let's move on to iowa iowa finished the season 10 and 4 finished the regular season 10 and 2 and then lost uh both of their games they lost to michigan got blown out and then they lost in their bowl game i don't remember who they played i'm gonna pull it up right now but um i don't like anything about iowa i really don't I, I don't I, I don't think no nah, they, lost, think to, they lost to Kentucky. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a fluke year for them. They had a fluky season. They uh they do play well on defense, really good defensive team. Uh, but that offense again, like you kept saying all year, and I thought I just thought maybe they could do enough to just look decent. But you're right. They can't move the ball on offense in any form or fashion. They can't move it. They can't do a 90. They can't even do a 60-yard drive down the field to get any form of points. You got to basically put them in field goal range. Yeah, like you got they have to start there cuz they can't even get into field goal range from for 60 yards. Like they can't pro, they can't produce drives and that's scary. Like that's terrifying as a whole football team cuz half of your success comes from being able to drive the football down the field. Yeah, and and it's hard because, like, defense is hard to sustain week to week, right? Like, that's why everybody was – Yeah, I mean, that's why everyone was so big on Georgia's defense because somehow they sustained it almost the whole season. They just had the one bad game against Alabama. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to sustain, and – their, their defense was even more unsustainable because, like, Georgia was just good defense. They were forcing puns and things like that. They weren't yeah. forcing an insane amount of turnovers. Yeah, Iowa was forcing an insane amount of turnovers, an insane amount of picks. They had multiple pick sixes, uh, fumbles returned for touchdowns. A lot of their points came either from directly the from their defense or yeah. literally getting the ball in field goal range. And yeah. so even when their offense didn't do anything, they could just kick a field goal. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. That that side of the ball was just terrible, terrible. And, and I was hoping you would have news one day that like at least Iowa fired their offensive coordinator, but it looks like he's still there apparently. Yeah, and do you know why? I don't. I don't even want to know why. He's the coach's son. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, he, he's the coach's son. Oh yeah, yeah. He there for a minute. He gonna be there at least till next season. He's so bad. He's so bad. I haven't said this in a while. I I, I don't want anyone to forget. My campaign is still to fire every coach in the Big <laughs> West. I, I did not forget the campaign. I have not jumped off the pedestal. Um, I'm <laughs> not. I'm still on the hill. Like name the hill after me, and start with him because. And that's, and that's the thing that I remember saying to you at one point. I was worried that they were going to be too successful and look at this as, like, we can we can survive. I mean, they yeah. finished 10-2. And, yeah. you know, 
whatever you want to say about the Michigan game, we've seen people talk their way out of bad losses. Oh, we just weren't ready. It was just a bad, it was just their game. It was just their year. We'll be back next year, right? Like people talk their way around losses sometimes, unfortunately. And it's just like, I mean, it's hard to talk your way out of 42 to three, but if you can, you can like, okay, we had a bad game, but we were 10 and two. You can convince yourself that you don't need changes, but you do. You, you really do. do. Like, you really do. <laughs> you really do. Like, especially on offense, because that it was just it was hard to watch. It was really, really hard to watch. And like, it'd be cool to see like the highlights of their defense doing stuff. But I was like, I can't watch this game long enough to hope their defense does something exciting because their offense is never going to. Just never. Yeah, it's just. It just and, and you know just to make this continue to be worse, uh, they extended him, the head coach. Uh, the the coach's yeah. son or the, the no the no co- the head coach. Okay, so they extended him into twenty thirty. What? And ra- yeah, and they ra- it's only twenty twenty two. Oh, yeah. he'll be yeah. going by twenty twenty five if they don't turn around the offense because eventually. It's gonna it's gonna catch up to them where and they'll be they'll they'll they won't be as bad as Indiana but they'll be what Penn State is now. Cool. Yeah, they and here's the thing, you know, they'll be can, like Maryland shit. Oh God, not Maryland. <laughs> you can you can, well first of all, from my understanding, unless something changes, the Big Ten is going to get rid of divisions. And the goal is for it to be in 2023. This may be the last season with divisions. We should find out in the next month or so. If mm. that's the case, I was done for. Yeah. Done so. Like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, on done February so. 13th, 2022, if they get rid of divisions, Iowa's going to have one of the biggest falls. Yeah, Iowa's going to be terrible. Because they're going to go against teams that have good defenses and good offenses all the time. They'll go against yeah. Michigan at least two more times. Yeah, I mean, think about it. They went ten and two, right? These yeah. are the Big Ten. These are the Big Ten East teams that they played. They played Indiana. No, mm-hmm. that's that. They're in the West. They're in the West. They one two. Because I know they played. Wait, is it? There's 14 teams. You play six. They played Michigan. They played Michigan, which is one. No, they didn't play Michigan. I'm talking about in the regular season. Am I, I'm tripping. Hold on. I'm literally looking at their schedule. Is Indiana in the East? No, it's not. It's in the West. You sure about that? No, I'm not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think the Indiana is in the East, sure man. I'm absolutely not sure about that. You're right. You're right. I'm I'm tripping. Okay, I don't know what's going on with me today. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know where Portland was. I don't know where Indiana is. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, let's get back to it. okay. So this these are the Big Ten East crossover games that they had. Okay, they had Indiana scrub, yeah. Maryland scrub. Yeah. And a down Penn State team that they that they only beat by three points, and Penn State was winning that game until their quarterback got injured. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. They that oh, yeah. Well, stuff like that. That's the same thing with Penn State. They beat Iowa in that yeah. game. 
Even so, with a like playing, eh, they beat Iowa. There, there go the yeah. two wins right there. Yeah. So, 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 let's flip this. What happens if they play Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State, or Michigan State, um, they, uh, yeah. Rutgers? Like you know, like if you re- they they played the two worst teams. They played yeah. two of the three worst teams in the in the East, and then a bad a Penn State team that was not having a great season, and their quarterback got injured. In that's the three, of the that's potentially three losses. When yeah, you, you know they were you. I remember it because I think you were. You, we talked about it too. Penn State looked like they was about to beat the brakes. Yeah, oh. it was not. Yeah, they were. They were about to blow them out of the water, yeah. and then the quarterback got injured. And again, this is the issue with James Franklin that we talked about. Their freshman came in or whoever, and he couldn't. Mm-hmm. I think he completed one pass. Yeah, he couldn't get it done, and then and and, and then it looked bad on Iowa side too because it's like this offense just as bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like you barely beat the team, and and this quarterback can't even throw the ball. Like he yeah. he didn't he couldn't even complete a slant. It looked like yeah, but the other dude, the other dude was coming out to beat the brakes off of y'all because that was going to be the first upset. Yeah, yeah. I, but Iowa snuck away and was able to sneak in and keep their high ranking, and and, and you were like. It, it's going to end soon and, and end up yeah. going against Purdue of all teams. <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the next week. <laughs> yep, next week. The next week. Yeah. And they got blown out. They got blown out. Yep. 24 to 7. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I have no faith in Iowa. None whatsoever. Nah. I have absolutely no faith in the upcoming Iowa. future. we talking about no divisions. It's done. For, I'm telling you that they're, they're going to be hit the hardest because here's the thing. Wisconsin's going to be fine. They may not make it as, as many times as they do now. Yeah. But Wisconsin has a team that nobody wants to face. Wisconsin can beat Michigan. They can beat Penn State. They can beat Michigan State. Like they can beat Rutgers and Maryland. Like they're going to be all right. They're going to be top three or four most seasons. Iowa, there's a chance they're seven, eight. Like they may have a special season here or there, but it's gonna it's not gonna look great. Nope. And and look at this. I know I know we're trying not to focus too too much on the future, but guess who their crossovers are next year? Uh Michigan State's one of them, isn't it? Nope. No. Long Michigan team. <laughs> oh, they gotta play Michigan. Okay. They got Michigan and Ohio State. Oh yeah, there's cool two L's right they there. They also yeah, they also play Rutgers. They should beat Rutgers, but then they play Michigan and Ohio State. And, and here's again, Rutgers can put up points. So I feel like a team who could put up points yeah. can, can beat Iowa just because. So, I mean, I'm just saying it's probably not going to be what it was. It's probably not going to be what it was. Oh, no, no, they're no. Not, they're not, not getting the easy crossover. They're, they're not winning 10 games next next season. I'm telling you, they're yeah. going to finish this season 7-6. and six. And they have to go to Ohio State. Michigan's coming to them, and but still, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's. I'm not high on Iowa. Congrats, I guess, ten and two. That was cool. You were number two in the country. That was dope. Like you got to you, you got to experience that a little bit. Um, you got college game day and stuff to come to your campus, which is a good, a dope experience for for your uh, students and stuff right. like that. Cool, right? Players, all that. It was nice, but. I don't see it again. Yeah. I mean, this may be – Their defense not going to get that many turnovers either. No, because it's just impossible to do that year over year. Yeah. They're, they're, 
this I think Iowa, Iowa has a chance to look just like Penn State last year, have the same wins as Rutgers. They could be five and eight. They could go five and eight. It depends on how good Purdue. It depends on. I mean, Purdue can put up points. Mm-hmm. Does Illinois get better? Does, yep, does Minnesota so. get better? Wisconsin's already there. Uh, I don't believe in Nebraska, but like, does Nebraska get better? You know, with with their changes. I mean, they brought in the offensive. They brought in the off. Nebraska brought in the offensive coordinator that coached mm-hmm. a Heisman candidate and the Belichick winner. Does Nebraska get better? I mean. This 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 past season could be the last good year Iowa has in like the next four or five years. Yeah, until they make some changes. Yep, that's gonna be interesting. We may sound stupid. I don't know. They, some people may be listening and maybe like y'all are idiots, but I'm mean, just watch. I'm telling you, that offense. Once that they get rid of divisions, Iowa's they, going to be one of the ones that gets hurt the most. They weren't as really as good as a ten and two record until they lost. No, like they they're not a they're they weren't as good as ten and four. They weren't. They weren't as good as seven and two in the division. They weren't because it's it's crazy. Some and and you look at their scores and some of these games that look like blowouts, it's because their defense scored two touchdowns. Yeah, like, it wasn't because their offense put up a whole bunch of points. Their defense scored two touchdowns and uh, it got out of hand. Like no, nah. yeah. y'all y'all weren't putting up thirty points from your offense. Like. I don't know. Two touchdowns and then two, 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 maybe a field goal and a touchdown from the offense off a turnover. So yeah, maybe the defense would get five turnovers. Yeah, no. yeah, it's not happening again. No, so so yeah. Iowa ten and four. I had the, you had them at six and six. I had them at eight and four. Uh, we were both pretty wrong, but I mean, there's no way we could have guessed that they would have done this. Yeah. And I don't know. I have to go through their schedule, but I don't think I'm giving them eight wins next year. I tell you that right now. No, no, no. Not with Ohio State and Michigan on their schedule. Yeah. So, which is interesting because we'll see what Michigan looks like. But Michigan should still be good enough to beat them. Yeah, Michigan Michigan should be good enough to be like the probably the second or third best in the Big Ten. Yeah, they're going to have some things to work out. Jim Harbaugh is going to have some apologies to issue. We talked about Josh Gaddis leaving last week, right? Yeah. Okay. Their their offensive coordinator? Yeah. You talk about him leaving? I think so. I think we did talk about it. And okay, like, I think so too. Either way, if if we didn't, I'm pretty sure we did. But if we didn't, Josh Gaddis, their offensive coordinator, left for uh, a job at Miami, a lateral move, actually a step down. He, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did talk about that a little bit. And now yeah, okay. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we did talk about it. All right, so let's. We're gonna you go to think, break. You didn't think it, it meant anything for Miami. No, <laughs> I mean uh, Miami should be better. We'll see. Clemson shouldn't be, so maybe maybe they beat Clemson this year. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So so let's let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Wisconsin, and then we'll get into a, a couple NBA topics uh, that were on our mind, and we'll get to our pit stops. And my pit stop, I apologize. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing some yelling. So. so uh, <laughs> Be prepared for that. Um, So, yeah, we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the I-70 Football Show. Uh, As always, I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Uh, And we've been talking Big Ten. We've been talking uh, upper bowl tier teams, Wisconsin. uh, Well, we haven't got to Wisconsin yet, but 
<clears throat> Wisconsin, um, Iowa, and Penn State. So we're going to get to Wisconsin now. And Wisconsin's interesting. Wisconsin started out not that great. And we were like, man, what is wrong with them? Like, nope. like they, they look really, really bad. Like, is this going to be a really bad year? They're losing to everyone. They're losing games that they shouldn't lose. Um, even some, some blowouts. I'm trying to pull this up, but my computer's going slow. Because I want to re- remember exactly who they lost to. Um, yeah, so they lost to Penn State and uh, a sleeper. And then they lost to Notre Dame. They lost to Michigan. So they started out one and th- one and three, um, and then they just they figured it out. And you want to know how they figured it out? They figured it out in the most Wisconsin way possible. They found a running game. They found their running back of the future, and they won. They won eight straight games, seven mm-hmm. straight games. And in each, of the interesting thing because this is just a, such a Wisconsin stat. And those seven wins, their running back had 100 yards. For the rest of the season, they won every game that their, that their new starting running back, Braylon Allen, they won every game that he rushed for 100 yards. The only game that they ended up losing was to Minnesota, which we've already we went through a lot because that was a, a huge victory for Minnesota, and it took Wisconsin out the Big Ten championship game. Um but, yeah, he didn't have 100 yards in that game. So seven of the last eight, once he became the starting running back, they won every game he rushed for 100 yards. He, yeah, and in seven of the last eight, the only good team that they faced out of their eight games was Minnesota. I've actually never looked at that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I never paid attention Iowa, to Iowa was on the downfall. So, look, here's the they lose to they lose to Penn State, beat Eastern Michigan, then lose, lose. You beat okay. Illinois, which you were supposed to do. You beat Army, which makes sense. You beat Purdue because Purdue was, I think, started to turn it around after this game. You beat, okay. uh, you beat Iowa, and yeah, oh yeah, no, Purdue and Iowa are already on their downfall after yeah. uh, by this time. You beat yep. Rutgers, Northwestern, who was terrible. Nebraska, who was terrible. You go against a good team in Minnesota, lose. Then you beat uh, Arizona State in your bowl game. Mm. That is an angle I didn't think about. So maybe Wisconsin wasn't. Yeah, because when you maybe. said when you said they went on that seven game stretch, I was like, wait, let me see, because I was like, I think they have one of the easiest schedules to finish the year after losing those few games. I think they had one of the easiest schedules, and the only team that was tough was Minnesota. I kind of feel a little stupid. Because, like, once you get in the season, you don't look at their games. You just kind of really do it week to week. I yeah. never paid attention to that, and I have it pulled up. Yeah, they lost to every good team they faced. Yep. They lost to Penn State, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Minnesota. <laughs> yep. So, okay. So, not a good year for Wisconsin. And then, and it, just, and then the Wisconsin win, make, keeping Iowa to seven points, just proves how bad Iowa really was on offense and wasn't yeah. as good as they, they were showing. Yeah, exactly. And the keeping Purdue to thirteen, that kind of matters. But like their defense is really good. So it's like it kinda of makes sense. But, like yeah, but Iowa's Purdue, not a team that you can Purdue got beat by Ohio State and then had to go against Wisconsin, I believe. I think that's what that, that record how that goes. Let's see. No, that the Wisconsin loss was before that. It was before? Okay. Yeah. So they played because I thought cause I know they spoiled they spoiled Iowa 
and they they spoiled somebody first and then spoiled Iowa, or it was Iowa was first and then somebody else, and then Ohio State, Ohio State would have been like the other one. Hold on, am I on the right team? Why does this look like I'm not on the right team? And then you barely beat Army. 20 to 14 that's that's that seems like you you got out you got away with it Purdue beat Iowa right yeah they spoiled their season oh I just have this I, I just have this in here wrong so. yeah because they beat them when they were number two yeah you're right so yeah. yeah they beat they beat them so Wisconsin gets a little bit of credit for holding Purdue uh to 13 points because Purdue was an offensive machine for a while um yeah. but like Whatever. Purdue was very one-sided. And so if you had a decent defense and you could stop them, you could stop their passing attack, they couldn't run the ball. So they couldn't do anything at all. So you get a little credit for that. But still, Purdue was never supposed to be one of the best teams in the league. So to your point, yeah, Wisconsin lost to every good team they faced. Yep. And then that Wisconsin-Nebraska game was close until like the last few minutes. Yeah, and it's because Nebraska can't beat they can't win close games. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Cuz Nebraska should have won that game. Yeah. But it Nebraska has And then you barely again you barely beat Arizona State. I think I watched that game. They barely won that game. Yeah. That was weird. Uh hashtag #fire Scott Frost. Just got to throw that out there. <laughs> but yeah, so man, that's that's crazy that you brought that up cuz that really was going to flip. I was really going to give Wisconsin a bunch of credit for like turning their season around and in, instead they just played seven straight scrubs. Yeah, they they had a really easy schedule. They they probably looking at this, they had one of the easiest schedules in the Big 10 and still couldn't even make it to the Big 10 championship. Yeah, that's why we had them at 12 and 1. Like yeah. we had them going undefeated cuz their schedule yeah. was pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think the only games we either I think you said they might lose to Penn State, and I said Michigan, and I think that was it. <laughs> yeah, and we gave we gave them that, but yeah, we said like those are games we could lose. They got blown out by Notre Dame, and Notre Dame was not a good team. I don't care what no one says. I don't yeah. care how their season ended. Notre Dame was not a good team, and they got blown out forty-one to thirteen. That was that game that like Graham Mertz just looked absolute. Their quarterback just looked absolutely garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, just, he kept throwing interceptions. Yeah. I mean, like, again, I'm just looking here. You got Army. Army was a touchdown away. Uh, Nebraska was a touchdown away. Yeah. Again, Arizona well, State was a touchdown away. <laughs> yeah. I just. Yeah. I. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. They, they did not. So. Not, Nothing we're not impressive. high on any. We're they not high games. on any of these teams. That's funny. Like they, we were, yeah, <laughs> they won games they were supposed to, and I, I nothing really impressive. We were we were much higher on teams that did worse. <laughs> like we talked really high on Minnesota the last episode, and now we're like, ah, no one cares about these three teams. I, I'm pretty sure Wisconsin's going to have a really good season, especially depending on their 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 schedule. If their schedule is Anything, anything like they just had this past one, they'll probably have another good season. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did, even if they had a tough schedule, because it's Wisconsin. But yeah, they haven't really did anything that impressive this past season. Yeah. Um. 
You're right. I can't. I don't know, man. I don't know how good or bad they're gonna be. Largely just because um, I don't know if I believe in their quarterback. That's the hard thing. Mm-hmm. That's the hard thing about it. And I mean, I know they've never had the best quarterback in the world, but this quarterback was supposed to be the one that changes it, and he didn't. So, yeah. Yeah. I, ooh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see them. Oh, Wisconsin's schedule is not as easy this year. They get uh, they get Iowa, they get Ohio State and Michigan State in crossover games. So okay, there go two L's probably, and that's, that's, that's at least just, that's just like Penn State and Michigan from this year. Yeah, it's at least one L, but it's, it's yeah. a possible two, possible two. Their uh, their out of conference schedule is super easy though, so they're not going to risk losing to a Notre Dame. They play Illinois State. They play Washington State and they play New Mexico State. So <laughs> <laughs> they they're gonna they're probably gonna go like ten and two and lose to uh, or nine and three. They might lose to Ohio State, Michigan State, and maybe I don't know if Minnesota okay. can beat them two years in a row. I think they can, and I th- so I I think they also lose their bowl game. I think they so, make a bowl but lose that. So nine and four. Yeah, I That's think they fair. do the exact same thing. I could, I actually could see that. Honestly, I could definitely see that. Yeah, because I, I just that's, um, that's just so funny that we're not high on either any of the three teams that we're talking about in this tier. Mm-hmm. Like it's the upper bowl tier, and like you should be like, yeah, nine and four, ten and four. These hey, great seasons. I'm, like, I'm again. I'm more high on Penn State. I'm more high on Penn State than the other two. And Penn State yeah. had at least record rise had the worst season. But yeah, I'm higher on Penn State than I am than these two. Like, damn. Yeah, that's that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think Iowa for sure falls off. Wisconsin is Wisconsin, so it's hard to predict that they'll fully fall off. But like they could go think- twelve and one. They could end up going twelve and one, twelve and two, or nine and four. I I can and see I that think, happening. With Wisconsin. I think the nine and four is more likely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because if they well, actually, I know it's more likely. Because if they didn't go undefeated this year, they're not going undefeated next year. Nah, probably not. No, this this was the year to do it. They have Ohio State and Michigan State. They're going to lose one of those games. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not trying to be a homer here, but I don't think anyone beats Ohio State next year until they get probably to the playoffs. Uh, because Ohio not. State's going to be angry. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Ohio State's going to be angry. So. But you can't, and it's funny because it's not like y'all got cheated on anything. Y'all were just. Not as good as you thought you were. We're going yeah, to be, and that's and they're going to be angry at themselves. <laughs> like, and, I mean, they just fired their whole coaching staff on yeah. the defense. So that 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 shows you're angry. That shows that you're not taking anything for granted. Yeah, fair enough. So we're going to move on to some NBA news. Uh, that those are our tiers. Uh, that that's the upper bowl tier: Wisconsin, Iowa, and Penn State. Uh, we'll get obviously, as I keep saying, we'll get more into them in the off season. We'll start to learn depth charts and that kind of stuff. I'm going to try to uh, watch some spring games, which I don't always do, but see, just see if I see anything interesting. And then obviously, as we get to like July and August, we'll we'll preview the season. It's already mid February, so maybe it comes faster than we think. It's it's kind of going fast. Black History Month's almost over, so. You know, who knows? Maybe know January was like two years, man. So I can see. Yeah. I can see April for some reason being long. <laughs> January did last forever. Yeah. 
So we already talked about this, so we're not going to, we kind of got into this before we started recording, but so we're not going to stick on it too much. Oh. I just want to say, I think people aren't appreciating greatness and I, it feels like this happens a lot. So it's whatever. Um, it seems like no one cared about uh, LeBron breaking the record for combined points scored. He's now the leading scorer ever in the NBA. Um, he, I saw a tweet. That basically, I didn't do the math, so if I'm, it's wrong, it's not my fault. But I saw a tweet that said, if LeBron plays every single game the rest of this season and next season and averages eighteen, right, and averages eighteen points per game, he breaks the record. He's obviously not going to play every single game, but he's also going to make average more than eighteen. So he should break Kareem's regular season record by the end of next season, as long as he plays the majority of the games. Um, if he doesn't play the majority of the games the rest of this season or next, then maybe it goes into the next year. But regardless, he's going to break it. I wonder if they're going to care about it a little bit more. One thing that I've also noticed is it just seems like no one cares about postseason records. Uh, and I don't know if you've, like, peeped that. It just feels like postseason records are like, eh. Like, everyone loves, like, the regular season records. But, like, when postseason records come, if it's if, if it's not winning the title, it's whatever. It's um, okay. A lot of because uh, a lot of postseason records because I guess this would be my my best explanation for it is just because I guess everything is uh, I guess shorter and there's a, a losing has a lot more weight to it so like you could like again like a lot of people no one's broke has broken MJ's record but he lost that game so it's stuff like that points scored in a game. Yeah, the most points scored in a playoff game, but he lost yeah. that game. I think they lost pretty badly. So, <laughs> like, yeah, he. So that's why I think it's it's stuff like that. It's like, yeah, they got all these records, but a lot of like it, when it comes to some stuff, it's like like Chris Paul. I think has the most, maybe second most triple doubles in uh in playoff history, but he he has he has a record of being a loser in the playoffs. So. It's like it's nice, but who cares? It's the same thing with John Stockton. I think he has the most assists in, in playoff history, but who cares? Because he he's a he lost a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I I feel that. I think, uh, and we talked about it with Steph too. Like there was mm-hmm. a much bigger rollout for Steph breaking the three point record. There was no rollout at all for Bron in this record. But then, and like I, you said, after he broke it, nobody cared about it. Nobody so cared because like, he started going to slump too, and he was in a slump to get that record to begin with. It's yeah, not like that's Bron, why it took a week. <laughs> it took a yeah, week to get it. It, week, was it wasn't like Bron. It wasn't like Bron was in a slump and only scoring like four points every few games where it was taking forever. No, he he, he got his twenty five. He would get his thirty. Get his twenty seven. Get his thirty, and then and next thing you know, he had it in the first quarter. And like, and I I also think what doesn't help what help with Steph's rollout being a little bit more I think celebrated than what what Brian's going through is that Steph this at that time they were number one in the West and number one in the NBA, and right now we're we're fighting for a play in position. Yeah. So it doesn't that doesn't help. It doesn't help. It's like, yeah, that's nice. You got the record. It's the same thing with uh it's the same thing with Kobe. When he passed when he passed Michael Jordan, it was nice, but we were losing games. Yeah. So it didn't it wasn't that it wasn't that big of a deal. When he got the third, it was nice and all, but I think we lost that game. Yeah, so I have a I have a question I just thought of. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the ideal 
career length. Because I feel like with basketball, and we kind of talked about it, basketball does two things. I feel like, one, you get superstar fatigue. Like, no one really cares about LeBron no more, even though he's still averaging ridiculous numbers at 29. But then okay. also, like, also, no, hold on, let me finish. Hold on, let me I was going to say, because I've been watching, I watch these games. He's, he's, he's phone, again, he could get 25 in his sleep, of course. Like, any yeah. superstar can usually do that. And especially great player that's considered one of the greatest ever. But when you watch the game, if you watch it, it's phoned in. So at this point, he's just getting his numbers to get his numbers. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not just talking about LeBron though, because I think there's superstar fatigue around KD. I think there's superstar fatigue around Steph. There's, I mean, the only reason Clay doesn't have superstar fatigue is because he missed two years. I yeah. mean, there's super like there's superstar fatigue around Harden. Um, like all those guys who are a little bit, but uh, some of that stuff is 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 brought on about themselves. Like Harden, that's that's his I mean, fault. I don't disagree, but that's why I'm asking. And, and, and like part of KD is his fault too, right? That's what I'm asking because you you people start to know you, you grow too much. But the other part of the question is like no one cares about Jason Tatum still. Like people just started caring about Devin Booker. Like for some reason they all cared about Luca and Zion. But like there's a lot of younger stars who like don't care that you don't care about. So it's like you really don't get cared about until like year six or seven. But then by like year like thirteen or fourteen there's superstar fatigue, whether it's because they're tired of you or something that you've done. So like what is the ideal length? Because it's like LeBron, people are tired of LeBron, fine. Like, Steph hasn't done anything that I can think of except win a lot. Um, I mean, Harden well, Steph. The one thing, himself, the one thing but... why people don't like Steph is because he beat LeBron. That's really what it is. That's why people don't like Steph, because he people beat LeBron. It's like the, the notion that, like, you know how there's been people to say he's really arrogant? I'm going to go, what great is it? What great in the NBA is How do you it? become great and not be arrogant? Like, yeah, you can yeah, yeah, yeah. You average twenty five in your sleep, and you're supposed to be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like they're all arrogant. Like they've all been arrogant in their own way. Even when Kawhi Leonard doesn't talk, he's arrogant in other ways. I forgot about Kawhi. I didn't even mention him. <laughs> Talking about superstar fatigue, yeah. I haven't thought about Kawhi. It's he's been hurt. He's been hurt all year, so that okay. kind of forget about people who. That's how much. Him. That's how much I don't be, follow basketball. That's because again, again, while yes, Zion has a commercial. Who cares? Oh, hasn't so been talked tired. about. He hasn't been talked about until that. Uh, uh, the last time he was talked about is when they said they were, uh, they were rolling back his workouts because he's he started having setbacks. I was like, of course he's starting to have setbacks. He has too much weight on his body. Yeah. And it's like, this is, and I want to be clear, because, you know, some of y'all don't know us, and maybe we haven't really talked about Zion this much. This is not fat shaming. But, like, you look at Zion and you look at Shaq, right? Shaq is an all-time great. But Shaq could have, and Kobe said this, Shaq could have extended his career if he Mm -hmm. took better care of his body. When Shaq got bigger and couldn't carry his weight as much, he struggled. So you're telling me, the 18-year-old who is not as good as Shaq and is already as big as quote-unquote bad Shaq, and I'd use quote-unquote because Shaq was never really that bad, but you're as big as Cleveland Shaq almost, which we like to forget about, and you're going to tell me you're going to have a 12-year career? Do people forget? Like I don't even think we were alive or we were really young, but I've seen the pictures. Do people forget what Shaq looked like his first three years in the league? Yep, totally different person. So it's like... Totally yeah, different game. Totally different but like, you're paying millions of dollars. 
go to the gym. <laughs> like, it's, you're yeah, a trainer. Not, your whole, your, the thing is, I, it, it, it's definitely not fat shaming when your whole game is about explosive agility. You can't be explosive and and agile with too much weight on your body. It just no. doesn't fit. It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. It hasn't worked. Uh, 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 it, it 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 messed up Greg Oden's career. It messed up Shaq. Yeah. It shortened Shaq's career. It messed up Yao Ming's career because he was too heavy. Um, who else was too heavy and it messed up their careers? Um. Uh. Uh. Did did um uh first of all uh Shaq uh Charles Barkley did Charles Barkley gain yep. weight at the end of his career, right? Charles Barkley started gaining weight after he lost the finals to Michael. Yeah. And mm-hmm. his career took a downward trend. Yep. Like, slow. Yep. Like, yep. So it, it, it messes up it messes up a lot of people. Once you just start to put that weight on because you don't care or you think it's cause I don't ain't nothing gonna happen to me. And look, look at the reverse. The perfect mm-hmm. example of someone who didn't take care of their body and then decided to, Joel Embiid. Yep. Joel Embiid was not in great shape his first couple of years, and all you could see is, like, this dude could dominate the league if he wanted to. He finally started taking it serious, and now look at him. Like, it's the same thing. Oh, 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 Luca, just now. Yeah. In the middle of the season last year, he said, he was like, yeah, I, I it was on me. I wasn't really dieting and taking care of my body like I was supposed to. And in we the, could uh, tell. During the season, and we were like, yeah, we could tell. You look slow, you look tired, and you look fat. <laughs> you couldn't. And- your late game heroics were only step back threes because you you were tired. You couldn't you drive no more. Couldn't do anything else. Couldn't do nothing else. So it it just doesn't help. And the more he sits down, the more weight he gains. He ain't never so, his career. His career. I, I remember. I said it. I said it when they were uh, when they were talking about him, saying he was the best player in that draft. It's like no, he's not. I don't know who is, but it's definitely not him. And I was like, and his career is not going to be long. He already looked like he might be out of the league next year. Yeah, yeah. Cause I he, mean, he because how much how much patience weight. how much patience are the Pelicans gonna have? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They, they can't have that much patience, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I don't know. So, and CJ CJ already dropped a bucket in his first one. Brandon Ingram is decent, and it's New Orleans, so they may look at it like we get rid of Zion, maybe we can lure a superstar here to pair with CJ and Bra- CJ and Brandon Ingram is a, a solid one too. If you get a superstar on that, that's a solid three man, I, I think. And I think the the skills rotate where there's like a, a, a decent range of players who could fit with that core of CJ and um, Brandon Ingram. How did we get on Zion? We were talking about postseason records and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. We just be we just be rambling. But yeah, it's just so like because now you almost look dumb because John Morant again something we we but we said before it was probably going to be the the best player from that draft and he is and I think he still would have been even if Zion was playing right now. Yeah, Jaw's different, man. Like Jaw's that boy's special. I just yeah. I just. He's not gonna win nothing, but yeah, he's, he's gonna have to leave. He's gonna have to. Yeah, it's not gonna happen in Memphis, but I don't know. I, you never know. I didn't think Milwaukee was ever gonna win a ring. I didn't care how great Giannis was. I didn't think it was gonna happen for real. I didn't think so either, but he did. But it's but Memphis is in the West though. Yeah, the West is it's all gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot harder. Stacked. 
Yeah, but Jaw Jaw is nice. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, I know how we got here. We were just talking about, and you didn't answer the question. What do you think is the ideal like? Cause like eighteen years is too much. Once you get to eighteen, that is years, pretty long. Kind of I'd, I, I, I'd say fifteen. I think fifteen is pretty good. I, I think fourteen, fifteen is solid. Go yeah. out and, and and then you go be with your kids. Because once, once you once you start once you start getting into eighteen, nineteen, twenty, you're you're literally telling me you're there for stats. You're just you're you're stat padding your career. Yeah. And I get like that. I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. But then, like, you, I know you, I want you to understand when people go, like, bro, you're just here, just because I said the same thing with Tom Brady. He's just stat padding. Yeah, he just because he wanted all the records. He it, it had nothing to do with really winning another Super Bowl. No, you want all the records, bro. You're stat padding. LeBron, LeBron should have retired. He should have. He LeBron should have retired this season. And before this season, as soon as they trade. Russell Westbrook, but it was his. It was, I guess he vouched for it, but yeah, yeah. I would. Because my, I, I say all the time, you retire on top. The only reason I say he should have retired this season instead of after the bubble is simply because in basketball, it's now become the trend to have a fairway tour. So you announce you're retiring before the season, so everyone can make the videos and the flowers and the jerseys mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I think LeBron deserves that. So after he won the championship, he should have said, all right, next season's my last season. Get all the videos, all the hype, all the jerseys, all the pictures. Send me all the gifts, and I'm done. Uh, it's not going to happen because supposedly he wants to play with his son, which is an interesting thing because I did see a question. I've seen his son play. He's, he's decent. He's good. But someone asked the question, is his son a guaranteed NBA player? Yeah. And I'm not yeah. sure that he I, is. I wondered that too. I, I not, do that. Like when people when he kept saying that, I was like, "How are you so sure he's going to make it?" I think his son is better than most basketball players' sons, because for some reason, a lot of basketball players' sons suck. But he's not guaranteed. To I don't know. Kobe Bryant's one of the greatest players of all time. So, but his dad wasn't good. Exactly. You said like, he he he's a basketball son. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you're right. 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 I, I I was thinking a lot of superstars' sons aren't good. Like Michael Jordan's sons weren't good. Like a lot of superstars who have kids, they'd be like, eh. but Gary but Gary Payton was a superstar. His sons in the league, but I think he's only in the league because he fits perfectly with the Warriors. He has well, he has two sons. In the Gary league. Payton. Oh yeah. Oh oh shit. See. You you didn't you didn't know that because you get them mixed up because they're both named Gary Payton. Stop it! Once you you didn't know that. No, no, bro. He has Gary Payton Jr. and Gary One Payton II. Hey yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're both in the league. Yes, yes, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I just saw this because what's what is the show that replaced I Am an Athlete because they're beefing? Uh, man, I don't know. I can't remember. He was, he was on that show. Okay, so Gary Gary Payton the second is on the Warriors, and Gary Payton Jr. Gary Payton Jr. is on Portland. Um, uh, that's his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Gary Trent Jr. I'm sorry, my Google messed up. My Google uh-huh. messed up. Uh, where is Gary Payton Jr.? Gary Payton Jr. is on the. Either the Rockets or the Wizards. <laughs> that's hilarious. Maybe, maybe he just got traded to the Wizards. Might, might have, but that's actually hilarious. I did not know he had two sons in the league. Oh, wait, this is – hold on. This is tripping because it, it just showed me Gary Payton the second. 
Because I know I know he has his son that plays for the Warriors. Okay. See, Google doesn't even know how to tell. I'm pretty sure they're both in the league. Regardless what happened, because he said it on the interview, he got two girls pregnant at the same time. They were like a couple, they were five months apart, and both of them wanted to name their son Gary. So he said yes. So one is Gary Payton Jr., one is Gary Payton the second, and they're both five. He plays for the yeah, he plays for the Wizards, but he was playing for the Rockets. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, bro. I, I... Yeah. So Google messed me up because it pulled up. I, I said Gary Payton Jr. and it pulled up Gary Payton the second. Google doesn't even know how to tell them apart. But yeah. He has two sons in the league, and they're both named Gary Payton. And they're five months apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. That, yeah. that, that's stupid. That is so yeah. stupid. Yeah, because he got two You said he's in the league? I think so. I don't think so. Am I, am I wrong? Is only one in the league? I think only one's in the league because it's not showing anything for Gary Payton Jr. Okay. So either, okay, maybe he's not in the league, but he does have another Gary Payton. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I was going to, Gary Payton's son is, he plays pretty well in the league. But yeah, you're, I don't, I, I don't know because I didn't, I haven't heard much. About because you usually hear about these type of phenoms or these type yeah. of really really great players in high school, and like I think he's only talked about because his dad is Brian. And I might be wrong. I might yeah, be okay. He's better, he's better than what you're saying, but he's definitely not a superstar. So because okay. uh, I don't know if he's in the chance, league. There's a chance he could be Tyreek Evans. Is what you're saying? There's a there's a guy who's in the uh the dude the dude who Drake he was date Drake dated his mom. That, uh, kid, yeah. that kid was on his team and that kid was like the guy. Like he was like the five star, top mm-hmm. ten recruit, all that stuff. I think he's in college right now. So he was a little overshadowed. And then Zaire Wade, uh D Wade's son, had a little bit more hype behind him too, and I think he's in college right now. But he's he's a four star, which is decent. He's he's a good player. He's just not like he doesn't have like there's, Zion's height. Like, yeah, I can I can see I like there I can see why there might be doubts that he he is a legit NBA player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could. So I, it's a question I had too. I was like, he he's very sure about that, which is nice. It's nice to have that confidence from your father and stuff. But I mean, that is a valid question. He should he should get there, but I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Mm. We, we don't know. I mean, um, I mean, it was unfortunate because he had some heart issues. But Shaq's son's not in the league, not yet. He's still in college. Yeah, he's it was, it's literally because of the heart issues. Because I think he was he would have because he was I think he, he was, was like one of the high one of the high uh, draft prospects. Yeah, he was nasty. So, but yeah, so I I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I I think fifteen is solid because LeBron's at nineteen, which means KD's at sixteen or seventeen. Steph is at fifteen or sixteen. Like these guys are getting up there. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of guys. Like Carmelo's at nineteen. Uh, CP3's at nineteen. Obviously, all the same draft class. Like CP3 was in that draft class. He was not in that draft class. Seriously? No, he was in two thousand four. So that's the one after. Yeah, he was drafted after. 
I feel like they were all drafted at the same time, but you're right. So no, he, it's just because he, he hangs out with him, but yeah, he wasn't he wasn't okay. in that class. Okay. This yeah. year eighteen. All right, so let's let's get let's get to um fifteen. I agree with that. No one cares about Bron's record or really Steph's or anyone's because they're old and no one cares about them anymore. And I, I think it's time to start really focusing on all the younger players. Even yes, I, I, get, I agree. Luca and Trey Young and them, but it is time. It is time. But, and like, and like I said, they need to stop focusing on Chris Paul and Phoenix and yeah. start talking about the real man, Devin Booker there. But here's the thing. They're fo- the young guys that they're focusing on are the wrong ones. Luka's not the best young guy in the league, and neither is Trey Young, and it definitely wasn't Zion. It's Devin Booker. It's Jason Tatum. It's like those guys. Like Jason those Tatum's are, like, having an ass season this year. Okay, so maybe I haven't it's, watched it. It's that. Booker. It's Ja. It's yeah. It's, it's Luka's still having a great season. They're I think they're fifth in the West right now. Uh, they turned Luka, that around. Yeah, Luka's not a scrub. I just like yeah. he. I think they focus on him a little bit more than they should. Yeah. Um, I think they focus on Trey Young. You know who fell off? Who? Maybe not in play, just in hype. Donovan Mitchell? Because he plays in Utah. <laughs> yeah, he was only good. Because yeah, he only plays in Utah. I think he's an all-star. I think he's an all-star this year. Like, yeah. It's just because he plays in Utah. Donovan Mitchell, um, Donovan Mitchell, and Anthony Edwards are two of my favorite young players in the league. Because his hype's gone down, too, Anthony Edwards. His hype's gone down, yeah. too. Which is crazy, and, that and they're playing well. They're playing well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like those two because they play like my favorite player of all time, which is not mm-hmm. LeBron, which is a surprise to a lot of people. But my favorite player is a lot less controversial. It's Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's my <laughs> favorite player of all time, and Donovan Mitchell when he came into the league was like the reincarnation of Dwayne Wade, and right. I think Anthony Edwards plays like him too. And Donovan Mitchell still. Also, Donovan Mitchell was just out. He had an injury as well, so he's been okay. sitting out a few games. But ever since Cat started playing like a dog, it, it the hype the hype around Anthony Edwards kind of chilled a little bit. He's and but Anthony I, Edwards is a large reason why. Like Anthony Edwards is still and even even then, I was gonna say Minnesota's been playing well. They don't talk about him much. Unless they beat a team like the like the Lakers, like they should, because the Lakers stink. So it's like, <laughs> is D'Angelo Russell still there? Like, yep, playing well too. He's, he's playing, playing well. well too. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's the thing. I try. Listen, like I, I understand. A lot of it comes with where you're drafted. D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. shouldn't have been the first or second pick in the draft. It's what it is. Nope. What it is. But he's going to be. Like, he's considered a bust too. He yeah, should but be. He's he's a he's going to have a very long productive career. As long he as he's all star, another two more times, he might finish his career with three all stars. He might, you know, he'll probably have some decent career where it's like it's going to be over. It might he might make the Hall of Fame and it might look overrated, but just like like Reggie Miller's, yeah. And 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 I mean, one if he if he keeps his body right and stuff like that, he's going to mm-hmm. win like two six men of the year awards in like yeah. five years. Yeah, it'd like, be layered down the line in his career because now yeah, he's, he's still a starter he's still, now. Yeah, he's still young. Ten years, yeah. eight years, whatever. He's still pretty young. Um, okay, so let's get into the trade deadline just really quickly. Um, no one cares about Ben Simmons because he won't shoot. Uh, James Harden showed up late to the Saturday Sixers because he was at a Houston strip club. So, 
that we don't know if he was at a strip club, but we know he was at a strip club. <laughs> like, right, we, I, we know he was. He, he, he was he, in Houston instead of going to this. And you know what? That's not even the biggest. That's not even the biggest trade deadline story to me. I think what Portland is doing and, and what Sacramento are doing is the bigger well, story. Aren't they trying to? Is it? Aren't they trying to force Portland's owner out? I don't. Are they? Cause that I think so. Because remember, that was the owner that some stuff came out about, right? I thought that was Phoenix. Okay, I, I saw something. Okay, so maybe, hey, everywhere Chris Paul goes, the owner dies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe they're not trying to force Portland's owner out, but I did see some reports that he's thinking of selling, which is why they some people think that he's trying to make these moves to like. Mm. I don't know, but like, yeah, they just gave up everything. They just like, like what? Yeah, and Dame is not gonna want to stay. What, what I've what I've read and what I've seen is that they're looking to build around Damian Lillard, which is like, why weren't you doing that before? Who were you building around before? But <laughs> is that not what you were doing the last six years? Like, what were you doing? But yeah, apparently they're doing that, and they're going to try to do it through free agency. So they're getting a lot of cap space. Who's going to Portland? I don't know. I'm who's so... even going to be a free agent? I feel like everybody's under contract. I have no idea who's a free agent next year, but it's kind of hilarious to me. James Harden's going to resign, and he wouldn't work with Dame. It's not Kawhi; he resigned. It's not Paul George; he resigned. They're both injured. It's not Luca. It's not Jason Tatum. It's not Jalen Brown. All the young guys are still. They might. Say, you know what? Who's who's a free agent? I don't know. Kristaps. <laughs> I, I, they're gonna they're gonna sign Porzingis. <laughs> maybe I don't. I, I'm telling. You, well, that would be something they would do. It wouldn't make any sense. Like it would. Oh, really, right. It really wouldn't work. But it's something they would do. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm saying. It's not I, Jimmy. You know, they're going to sign Tyler Hero <laughs> to oh, $100 million. Dollar. They're going to sign Tyler Hero to a $100 million contract. Nah, because, Tyler Hero's not going to go to uh, Portland. Tyler Hero's going to stay in Miami. That white boy loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Hero's the white James Harden. <laughs> he, he's, got, he's put a couple people through college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Off his rookie contract, which is just that gross. Is I, I'm, I'm 100% sure he'd be going with James Harden to be strippers. Uh, he's, 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 oh, God, he's putting people through college off the rookie contract. He's not even yeah. making that much money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, hell, oh, the Kings just. <laughs> Bro, that, that franchise is so unserious, man. Like, they really, <laughs> they really aren't even trying. Did you see that Bradley Beal pulled the OG move? Oh, I'm going to get surgery and not play. Yeah, no bro. He thought he was about to get traded. <laughs> he said, oh, you're not, you're not going to trade me? All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to have all I'm going to No, he was. He knew he was going to get traded, but he was like, "I man, I don't want to end up in Sacramento. Like, it'd be something stupid. It would have been something like that. So, there was like, he was like, I'm going to go get surgery. Now, he, his trade values plummeted. <laughs> it was already kind of bad. And he was like, yeah, I need surgery. That's hilarious because we all know he could have played through that. You know who you know who I feel bad for who because hasn't played all season and it's because they don't want him to play because they didn't want him getting hurt so they could trade him. Fucking John Wall, bro! Like he didn't even get traded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people were saying they were going to do a rest for John Wall. 
as a huge I would have been pissed because I would have been like, bro, he back, he he wasn't even gone that long, and he's right back. <laughs> Jesus, okay. yeah, the NBA trade that like I don't know. I feel like the NBA is just weird right now. It's, like, it's, it's very in this weird place of like superstars are playing too long. Young guys are trying to break through, but it's like it's taking here six, seven, eight to break through because you still got LeBron and KD and all these people here. Um, although LeBron's done. LeBron, he's not going to win another ring. Um, he's not. No, that's yeah, done. It's going to be Everyone interesting to see what happens with Anthony Davis. Someone's going to convince himself that they can still get something out of Anthony Davis because he's young. Yeah, he might go to. He might end up going to Chicago and reeve juvenile out of his career again. <laughs> That'd be interesting, actually. Go home. Um. All right. So let let's let's end the show. Let's get into our pit stops. I'm gonna let you go first. No, I'm gonna go first because we always end on uh bad things. So we're gonna end up <laughs> oh, okay. That's all right. Happy. Um, I am not happy. This was this show that we talked about the Hall of Fame, right? Yes. I'm not happy. We already talked about the Hall of Fame. We talked about the Hall of Fame, how bad it is, how much they don't know anything about sports, how they keep messing up, all this other kind of stuff. And so the Hall of Fame heard that and said, hold my beer, uh, essentially. They said, oh, you think we're bad? We can be so much worse. Um, And so that's exactly what they did. And so, you know, the NFL, um, the NFL honors just happened. They, uh, were selecting people or whatever. And Reggie Wayne didn't get in. And not only did he not get in, this is a terrible class. Like, this is not a class that's, like, headlined by some people. Like, you look at some of the other classes and, like, the people that's in it, like, Troy Palomalu got in recently. There were some quarterbacks. Like, there were some, like, studs. Like, Calvin Johnson, I still don't think he should have got in over Reggie, but, like, Calvin Johnson got in. Like, those are some studs. And then this class was a weak class, and somehow Reggie Wayne still didn't get in. And, like, I'm just so tired of this. How many more years has he got until he can't get in at all? I don't know. I don't remember. I I don't remember. Because I know Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds got his last one. How many of you get in the NFL? I have no idea. I do not know that number. I know baseball is very strict. Yeah, I don't know how the NFL Barry Bonds, it just got, he didn't get in his last one, so he can never get in now because there's no more yeah. ballots. And I know football's not like that because football, you can, um, you, you you have to wait a little bit, but then you can get in when you're old. Yeah, because there's been, yeah, there's been players that it, they, they played 50 years ago and they get in. They still get in, yeah. Yeah, so like, so, yeah, maybe we don't have to worry about that, but it does suck that he might be, he might be dead. And it's like, but the thing is, he should get, like, I want to be clear, because I'm very, very strict on first ballot. Reggie Wayne is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I want to be clear on that. That is not what I'm saying. Uh, Not everyone's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he should have been in last year. And if you don't want to put him in last year because you're an idiot and you don't want too many Colts because you're already putting in – Peyton and – that's the other thing. Last year was Peyton and um, and, – Edger and James, like these last yep. couple of classes have had some stars in them. This class has nothing but basically, I, I'm saying scrubs, even though they're Hall of Famers, but like scrubs. And Reggie Wayne can't get in. 
And for mm-hmm. people who don't pay attention to Reggie Wayne's stats, I'm going to pull them up to, for you. But the thing that makes me mad is people are going to try to say he was a benefactor of Peyton Manning and things like that. But you got to remember, you can give someone Peyton Manning. Like, like for example, this Colts fans will understand this reference. Anthony Gonzalez played with Peyton Manning. He's not a Hall of Famer. Like, just playing with a good quarterback doesn't make you a Hall of Famer. Look at all the wide receivers outside of um, – not DeAndre Hopkins, outside of um, whatever his name is that plays with Aaron Rodgers. Look at all, like, like people tried to say that Wes Welker, Wes, Wes Welker is a Hall of Famer. He's not. Look at all the, the wide receivers that too. played. Like, no, he's not. People said, tried to say Julian Edelman was a uh, yeah. Like, like, look at all the, all the wide receivers that played with Brady. They're not Hall of Famers. Like, no, Reggie Wayne is a Hall of Famer in his own right. And I think if you want to say any, if anybody was a byproduct of anyone, I think Gronk was a byproduct of Tom Brady. Yeah, because Aaron Hernandez was the better tight end until he decided to, you know, murder someone. Um, Well, no, he decided to get caught because he had already did the murder. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. He did that when he was with Miami, right? No, no. He did oh, that shit. as a oh. Patriot. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Decided to murder and so Here's the thing. This is Reggie Wayne's stats. And I want to be clear here. There are multiple, not one, there are multiple wide receivers in the Hall of Fame with less stats, with less lesser resumes than him. And his career, he has 1,070 receptions for 14,345 yards and 82 touchdowns. Um Hold on, let me pull. He has he's a six time Pro Bowler, one time All Pro, one time Super Bowl champion, and I need you to remember he's doing this at the time when you had um, Moss, Calvin Johnson, you had um, uh, all these other Hall of Fame wide receivers, which is where some of his All Pros have went because there's only two or three that you get in a year, but he's up there with all of these guys. Um, I'm trying to see. He has – I'm trying – I can't find his records for some reason, but he – I know for a fact he leads – he has multiple, multiple records in the playoffs. In the playoffs mm-hmm. alone, he has 93 catches for 1,254 yards and nine touchdowns in the playoffs. He has a 59.2 catch percentage rate in the playoffs. He's – like, you're telling me he's not a Hall of Famer? No, he is. I, I he's definitely a hall of, hall of famer. I've I said it several times. I, I'm surprised he doesn't. He keeps getting snubbed. Like I, I don't. I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. Um, I don't understand how, you know, you can keep letting him off, and not putting him in to the Hall of Fame. It might happen soon. He might be in in the next couple years. And it's like, yeah, but like, why? Like, And, and it's like, okay, I was mad last year. But okay, yeah. fine. You only wanted to put one wide receiver in, and you wanted it to be Calvin Johnson. Okay. No, they put a Jets receiver in. Huh? I think they put a Jets receiver in. Last year, too? Yeah. Don't tell me that. I'm going to get even more mad. I think they did. Uh, he was old, but he was old. He played. He played in the seventies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They did do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, what is the Hall of Fame doing? Like, if 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 Reggie Wayne is struggling to get into the Hall of Fame, but you have people currently in the Hall of Fame who have less stats than him, what does the Hall of Fame mean? 
I, I, you know, I don't like the Hall of Fame for any of these things. Cause I think uh, there's yeah. people in the Hall of Fame in the NBA. So Reggie Wayne is number ten all time and career receiving yards. Yeah, that that's Hall of Fame. He has more than Chris Carter, who is in the Hall of Fame. He has more than Terry Holt, who I'm pretty sure is in the Hall of Fame. Like, what do you like? Number ten. And there is, I mean, maybe someone passes him, but there is no active receiver that's on this list. The highest active receiver is Julio Jones at 17, and Julio Jones isn't going to pass him because he's about to retire. Yeah, like, he Jones should retire at least. Yeah, he's pretty much done, so. I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, and we don't have to we don't have to talk about it forever, and we're going to move on because these are supposed to be quick hitters, and we've already went down the, the, uh, the Hall of Fame issues and everything like that. But I, I just, I just really don't understand what you have to do to get in. If Reggie Wayne is not already in, he's Mm. 10th, he's 10th in receptions all time as well. Yeah. I don't know. What are you talking about? Like a top 10 wide receiver. And and he he can't get into the Hall of Fame because people been think people who tell me that at before uh, Antonio Brown was losing his mind he was a first ballot Hall of Famer receiver I was like oh yeah then why Reggie should have been in because like I don't think so like I don't think Antonio Brown was first ballot Hall of Fame no not at all not at all uh, that bringing up AB is actually an interesting thing though because. Um, you know, we always talk about not keeping people out of the Hall of Fame because of mm-hmm. their personalities and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I wonder if Reggie, if he's ever going to make the Hall of Fame because of how he's pulled. Yeah. It'll take him a while because they put T.O. in there. And I know T.O. wasn't even close, it's close to as bad as Antonio Brown, but he'll probably get in. It'll be late, though. It'll be late. Yeah. He'll have to wait a while. He might, he might be really old or might not be alive when it happens, but he'll get in. Yeah, so I I just I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go to yours. We're gonna end on a happy note, but I just I just I just knew well happy for you, but it, more positive note. I just knew Reggie was getting in this year. I just knew it. It was guaranteed. It was a lock. He was getting in. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was getting in. Yeah, but we'll get on to my pissed out. They finally gave my boy defensive player of the year. In the NFL, T.J. Watt's a defensive player of the year. I think that's the Steelers' fourth fourth or fifth defensive player of the year, if I'm not mistaken. I know James has one, Troy has one, Mijo Green, T.J. Watt, Jack Lambert. So he might be the sixth Steeler to win that uh, that award, if I'm not mistaken. And he should have won it last year, so they gave it to him this year. Uh a Big Ten, Big Ten guy. I, I tried to look it up how many uh, Big Ten players in NFL history have won this award, but, you know, Google don't want to just give me what I'm looking for. Nah, not at all. But I, I know. It's that's one of them things guy. that they probably don't they probably don't keep track of like that. Cause once you I, somebody's NFL, keeping track. Because I, I promised you during the NFL honors when they gave them that award, like somebody, it could, it's somewhere, some somebody somewhere tweeted it. Oh, really? At the very least. 
I know somebody, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we finally we got a we got a defensive player of the year on our team. We we had one of the best defenses in the year. Anyone in missing two games due to injury. Yeah, which is which uh and I do wanna say that um that is the interesting thing because a lot of people who didn't pay attention were like, Oh, he tied the record, but he played extra games and it's like he didn't he played, actually he played one less game. Because <laughs> no, I think he played I think when the, the record was broken. He played 15, yeah. So I think he did it in the exact same amount of games. He did it in 15. So it's like, um, hmm. Like, you know, I don't support too many people from the Steelers, but at least give him his props. Don't try to – because, like, people try to do that with Cooper Cup. And it's like, within reason, I do understand, like, looking at records and saying, okay, if someone did – But he played done in the 16th game. Huh? Cooper he solidified Cup. the triple crown and had the most p- receiving yards. Yeah, he had his done in the 16th game. The 17th game was just a another game. Yeah, but I, and no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not using him as an example to say like, yeah, this is an example. I'm just saying like, I understand why some people want to be like, this was done in 14 games and you did it in 17. The NFL is eventually going to go to 18, so they're going to be like, you did it in yeah. 18, and it's not going to matter as much. But like with TJ in particular, and like you said, Cooper Cup, you can't really do that because. They didn't. It didn't take the seventeenth game to do it. Yeah, it, and he did it in fifteen games. So because um, if if he played all seventeen games, I think he blows that he blows that record out the water. Yeah, that's that would be interesting. It, I, he might have finished it. He might have finished the the season with like twenty five sacks. I don't know about that, and the only reason I say that is because you can't predict that he's going to have four sacks in one game against someone. Like, that's really what did it. He came back. You don't think you, four sacks against the Browns in that last game made perfect sense. If anything, he almost, he almost had six. So <laughs> <laughs> he was, he, he, I could see him getting four sacks in a game against the Browns where they, they ended up looking worse than what they were supposed to. He was killing the Browns single-handedly. Yeah, yeah. We got we broke the record that game. Wait, what record? We for the most sacks in a game. We broke he the record. That, he tied it that game. No, he oh, tied. Oh, oh. no, no about team sacks in a single game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We tied, tied it as a yeah. as a team. We tied it. Either tied that record or broke it because yeah, he had four. Really somebody good. else had three. Somebody else had two. Like. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's just a regular season game. Yeah. Yeah. But, Joe Burrow I mean, yeah, so. for the playoff game now. He got sacked nine times. Oh my yeah. god. I think Ben was the was the one before that. Really? Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't surprise me if he was. No, that wouldn't surprise me either, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, all right. that's a I can't say I'm happy. But you know that's a more positive note than how I wanted to end it because I'm just disgusted with everything that has to do with Hall of Fames. They're a freaking joke. Uh, and Reggie better get in next year. Or we riot. Yeah, I, I I really don't see why he why why he couldn't get in next year. I really is don't TJ see on the Hall of Fame path. TJ, yes, he is. Uh, is, is, uh, you're not. You're are, you almost, are you almost team. guaranteed a Hall of Fame if you, as long as you live out your entire career, are you almost guaranteed Hall of Fame if you win Defensive Player of the Year? I think so because I think he's and a that, multiple-time Pro Bowler now because he's been in the league what five years. I think he's a f- four-time Pro Bowler, uh, two-time All-Pro, D 
Defensive player of the year. He's led the league in sacks twice now. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's on the he's on the path. He's on the path. Yeah. But it can't be guaranteed because there's no way Cooper Cup's a Hall of Famer. He'd have to do this like two or three more times. Yeah. So it's not guaranteed if you win this award because some people can come out of nowhere. But yeah. Yeah, TJ, TJ's on that. Now if, Cup's win, now if Cooper Cup wins a ring, he uh, might he be. can't be a Hall of Famer for one season. Not a wide receiver. Reggie Wayne's not well, he has a, well, I'm, not I'm just saying Cooper Cup has a career. He has a career of being really good. He just had this one really good breakout season. That's what I'm saying. If he was a ring, he might have the stats and then a Super Bowl to push him through. No, I don't believe any wide receiver can get in if Reggie Wayne's struggling. They oh, can't. I mean, you, you, no one's saying first ballot. I'm just saying he could get in. <laughs> like, yeah, well, that'll be interesting. We'll see. But he'll, I mean, he'll have to fight with the, the Julios and the, uh, um, what's his name? Okay. Well, if Julio retires soon, I don't think Cooper Cup's going to be retiring anytime soon. Yeah, no, he probably won't be. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We'll see. But yeah, all right, we're going we're gonna to end the show there. But uh, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for traveling I 70 with us. Um, we will catch you next week after the Super Bowl. Uh, and we will continue. We'll finish, we'll actually finish our tiers next week with the New Year's Six teams. Um, yep. The the best of the best. Uh, all And they're all in the East. Hashtag fired. Well, I think we already knew that. I think we knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we did. We did. Uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>